Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Tuesday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with the Deadly VRA Investing Podcast. Not a great day in the market today. We uh, opened lower, never really rallied from there. We had a little bit of action this morning. The semis as they broke through yesterday to a new post-February high. Of course, yesterday also marked a new all-time high in the Qs, the NASDAQ 100. Uh, but not much follows through today. We think we know why. And we're going to go ahead and blame Jay Powell in advance. I'll tell you why we're going to do that in just a moment. Of course, the uh, Fed meeting is going on today and tomorrow, followed by Jay Powell's press conference, which has been an absolute disaster of an experience since he's been Fed chairman. We have the evidence and the details to back that up. Uh, first, let's talk about the markets today. Dow Jones today uh, was down almost 200 points, uh, had a decent smart money hour, finishing down 94 points. That's a quarter of a percent. At 34299 uh, Our loser on the day was the reverse of yesterday. Yesterday, NASDAQ and the semis were up uh, about 1% to, to 1.5%. Today, NASDAQ gave back 7 tenths of 1%, down 101 points at 14072 uh, Right behind that was the uh, Russell 2000, down a quarter of a percent. And finally, S&P 500, down 2 tenths of 1%, down 8 points at 4246 Again, it's hard to quibble too much. Both yesterday, SP 500, again, the Qs, uh, QQQ, NASDAQ 100 hit all time highs. Our global markets are continuing to just right there, hit just right there at, at all time highs. Uh, but the, the real issue really is what's happening right now behind the scenes with Jay Powell uh, in advance of his presser tomorrow. Bespoke research just started making the rounds today. Bespoke research came out with the first time that we've seen this. It, if you follow us here, you know, Tyler did the research on this a couple of years ago with Jay Powell. He just had a miserable uh, uh, performance at his pressers uh, following the Fed meetings. Uh, essentially, and Tyler at one point found that a 93% of all Jay Powell's press conferences, the market tanked. 93%. Well, guess what? It's been backed up now. Bespoke Research put these charts out today. And they are not pretty. Uh, Jay Powell is the worst Fed chairman when it comes to uh, market performance. Uh, when he comes out and has to talk after these after these uh, Fed meetings that we've had, and uh, we're talking about once the press conference starts, once he starts talking, the markets slide like they're going over a cliff. So I think that's part of what's going on today. This guy's got a terrible reputation. They, uh, he goes off script, he ad-libs, and uh, it's, almost as, it's almost like watching Biden at some times. He's gotten a little bit better. He has gotten a little bit better over the last uh, year or so, but his overall performance is not good. Uh, it's, it is slightly better than Joe Biden when he tries to speak, but, but not by a whole lot. Certainly not judging by the market performance. So, you know, maybe it's, this today was nothing, nothing more than uh, investors getting out in front of what they expect to be a disappointment today, uh, tomorrow, uh, at about 1.30, when Jay Powell comes out and starts speaking. Um, but, of course, by now, he must, be, he must be made aware of this, right? I mean, again, everyone's talking about this today. So certainly, you know, maybe tomorrow will be reverse osmosis. Maybe tomorrow we'll see a, a big move higher in the markets uh, to, to try to reverse this ugly pattern uh, that Jay Powell has. But, again, big picture-wise, SP 100, all-time high. Yesterday, same with the Qs, uh, semiconductor, something we've been targeting here, SMH, 
uh, finally broke out of his downturn line. Has been in place since mid February. Had a, 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 a series and a pattern of lower highs. Not what you want to see. And the semis are so important because in a big bull market, when tech is leading, semis lead tech. So it's important to see the semis get reengaged. That's exactly what they've done. Semiconductors up fourteen percent. Uh, from the May 12th capitulation lows. That's a big short-term gain in the semis. We actually believe that's going to ha- continue to here. We continue to look for a major move higher in the markets for all the reasons uh, we've been covering here for some time to, uh, uh, here at the VRA. Um, <clears throat> so we'll all be uh, watching uh, with bated breath for uh, what Jay Powell has to say tomorrow. Bottom line is uh, he, we do not believe he's going to be talking about talking about tapering, not quite yet. That may happen uh, at the next press conference, maybe maybe the, the one in August. They, first of all, they shouldn't be having these every month. It really is ridiculous. Put out a statement. There's no reason Jay Powell should be addressing us every 30 days. And what are you going to say? He should just say, you know what, let me just hit record. I'll just play, play back to what I said last month because nothing changes month to month. We don't need these every month. We need these about once every six months. The Federal Reserve should not be the be-all, end-all, should not be our masters of the universe. But, of course, that's how they position themselves. They're the buyer and seller of first and last resort. Everything runs through the Fed. Uh, and, of course, when you've got you know, a monthly quantitative easing program, bond-buying program of $120 billion a month. By the way, same thing in the ECB. ECB, $120 billion a month. Uh, Federal Reserve, $120 billion a month. Uh, Wow, that's, that's, that's a lot of bond buying, and we wonder why rates are, are so low, right? Um, okay, let's take a look under the hood today in our internals. Not as bad as you might think they would have been today. Uh, again, with um, – I just closed my screen now. Here we go. Again, with the markets down, Dow down right at 100, NASDAQ down right at 100. Uh, not too bad today. Not even two-to-one negative in NASDAQ. Uh, either NY is going to be uh, up-down volume or advanced decline or negative uh, about 1.7 to 1 negative on both. Uh, volume actually came in flat on NYSE. That's encouraging. And uh, 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 excuse me, uh, advanced decline was just slightly negative by about 150 issues on NYSE as well. Uh, combined for new 52-week highs and lows, again, another solid number. We have, what is this, uh, 332 stocks hitting new 52-week uh, highs to just 34 hitting new 52-week lows. In our sector watch today, uh, one second, let me hit refresh here. One second, coming up. System's a little bit slow today. Here we go. Of our 11 S&P 500 sectors, we had, it was pretty split today. We had six finished lower, five finished higher, no great shakes either way. Real estate, which has been on a real tear, just coming off all-time highs as well. Real estate today was down 1%. Uh, technology down six tenths of one percent to the upside. Energy up a big two percent today on the back of, of of a major move higher in oil. Oil today up a dollar forty one a barrel, up two percent at seventy two seven uh, twenty nine. Again, another post coronavirus insanity high today as oil continues to move higher. What a great fundamental story and technical stories developed here in in energy and energy stocks. Uh, and let's talk about our commodities now because. Uh, Kind of a quiet day, uh, except for copper. Oil, uh, gold today down five dollars an ounce at eighteen sixty. Just gets it back back above nineteen hundred. Gets kicked again. Uh, we think uh, we think gold rallies sharply into the Fed meeting tomorrow. 
because the Fed is nowhere near raising rates. Real rates will continue to get more and more negative. Silver today down 26 cents an ounce at 27.77. A copper down, it, it may sound small, down 18 cents a pound at 434 a pound, but that's 4% move lower in copper. I just checked the chart on this. It's oversold technically. It's pulled just back below its 50-day moving average, but it's well above the 100 and 200-day. Uh, some concerns out of China, but what you're seeing really is all of these really red-hot stocks that were inflation-driven, as, as the argument went. They've all gone the other way now. All of these inflationary stocks have all reversed lower. Again, this is healthy. Healthy correction, healthy rotational action. This is how you extend the bull market. This is if you're bullish, this action is exactly what you want to see. Uh, of course, if you love copper and if you love gold, you love silver and, and mining stocks, probably not the action you want to see short term. But these are buying opportunities. This is when we add to positions on weakness so we can sell at much, 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 much higher prices over the long run. Uh, again, oil today up 2% of $1.41 at $72.29 a barrel. And finally for today, uh, Bitcoin, good day. Not a great day. Back to uh, back, it got back above forty thousand. Right now, it's just trading at thirty nine thousand seven eighty two. Up a bit on the day. The problem with Bitcoin, and it's not so much a problem, but it's just a short term overhang. Is the two hundred day moving average is at forty two thousand six hundred. The longer Bitcoin remains below the two hundred day, the more pressing that resistance line at the two hundred day moving average will will remain in place. In other words. More and more selling pressure will build as we get to that level. We're already starting to see signs of that. Uh, again, we're taking a bit of a patient approach here. We're looking for a, a, an extremely great buying opportunity to add to positions. We just don't think this is it right here. Uh, we're, we're, we're buyers, but at lower prices here in Bitcoin. Folks, as always, we appreciate you joining us. Come join us full-time at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.